don't get comfortable. <laughs> Jesus is king. Jesus is king. Jesus is master. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is king. So if you've been here before and uh, you've heard me speak, I'm not one that likes to entertain or do this thing where I talk at you. I prefer a bit of interaction like I'm having a conversation. And uh, I think things work out better for me like that. I'm not sure about you. And then you don't fall asleep. And uh, we get to have a conversation. And we get to learn together. Because uh, I just like that approach more. I'm a bit free-flowing. So what's God been saying? What is the fear of the Lord? Who was that? Who said that? Oh. Yeah. What is the fear of the Lord? And I'm sure you've heard several talks about people saying what they believe the fear of the Lord is. And I know we look at the fear of the Lord as reverence. So we have this word fear, F-E-A-R. Uh, and when we think about fear today, it looks like anxiety. It looks like uh, being afraid. That's what fear looks like. I think in the old language, the old English, fear also has uh, another side to it which is reverence, which is respect. So when we read scripture and it says, have the fear of the Lord or the fear of the Lord is such and such. In fact, while I'm speaking right now, two people find me two scriptures individually that talks about the fear of the Lord, just while I'm speaking. So you find it, when you've got it, put your hand up and then we can read that. So I guess we're probably going to need one of these. So both in the Greek and in the Hebrew, the fear of the Lord is being afraid, being anxious, as well as reverence and respect. Has anyone here ever struggled with fear of any kind? Only a few of us. Okay, good. Well done for the rest of you. Um, has anyone here struggled with fear of the unknown or the unexpected? Uh-huh, there we go. Has anyone here struggled with uh, fear of man? <laughs> that should be most hands in this room. Fear of man. Fear of man. Yeah. Okay. So when we look at fear, we look at that, right? And then you've got scripture that says, fear not, for I am with you. Or uh, perfect love casts out all fear. And it causes, a bit, it causes a bit of a dilemma when we think about the word fear. I can't read that. I haven't got my glasses on, Abby. <laughs> we'll get there. So, when we look at the fear of the Lord, I think it's quite difficult for people to uh, articulate what it actually means. 
so that when you look at Scripture and then you want to apply fear of the Lord to yourself, we don't know what it means. Is that just me, or I didn't know what it means, or does everybody think they know what fear of the Lord means? Put your hand up if you know what fear of the Lord means. Good? Two or three? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> let, let me read. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. So if we just get this first scripture that talks about the fear of the Lord. So this is Proverbs 15, verse 33. The fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom, and humility comes before honor. Boom. Second scripture. Anyone else? Grab one. Yeah, we've got someone over there. Psalms 111.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Beautiful. So the fear of the Lord is such and such and such and such. But what is the fear of the Lord? Matt's got something you want to share with us real quick. Run around, run around. Go on, Bex. Um, in Isaiah 33, verse 6, it says, And he will be the stability of your times, a wealth of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Ha-ha. Awesome. So, thank you, Bex. The, the fear of the Lord, or fear, belongs to God. That doesn't make sense, right? Fear belongs to God. So, if fear belongs to God, what is fear? Hmm. Go on, bro. A reason to do something. I like that. Yes, I like that. That's cool. So, we've experienced the negative experience of fear, but there seems to be a positive experience of fear and fearing, fearing the Lord. So, who was the greatest person that walked on the earth? Jesus. So, I'm guessing that he was probably the best at fearing the Lord. Yeah? Okay. So, what does the fear of the Lord and worship have in common? There's a commonality between the two. Pardon? Or? Sorry, what? Louder, please, bro. To obey. Obedience. Honor. Come on. Say again, Kes. Putting God in his proper place. Yes, Kes. 100 points for you. Putting God in his proper place. Pardon? Focus. I'll take that. Focus. There it is. There it is. Right. Jesus, the perfect example of fearing the Lord. I only do what I see my Father do. I only do what I see my Father do. Okay. Hands up if we live a life of doing what we see the Father do. 
Just one confident person in the room with double hands up like he's going on a roller coaster. Right. I only do what I see the Father do. That is true worship. Obedience and surrender. That is worshiping in spirit and in truth. Obedience and surrender. That is what fearing the Lord is. But there's more. Find me another... Actually, no, the same scripture. We'll go with the same scripture. Who's got out? Where's Beck? There he is. There she is. Not he. Good stuff, Herb. Well done. Right, read that for us again. Hold on, I've just changed versions. Just make it up, Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> Paraphrasing the scripture, uh, that fear of the Lord brings instruction. So the fear of the Lord brings instruction and humility comes before honour. Hmm. That, that was a good paraphrase. Well done. Okay. Here's another question. How can we be obedient and surrendered if we cannot hear the voice of God? You can't be obedient to just anything. In order to be obedient to God, you have to hear the voice of I only do what I see my father do. That was in real time when Jesus said that. He wasn't saying that as something from the past. Real time relationship with a living God that was alive then, that is alive now, that will forever be alive. I only do what I see my father do. So then Jesus goes, uh, in the book of John, it's probably 14, somewhere around there, he communicates to the disciples about what a friend looks like. About what a friend looks like. And about what it is to love him and love God. Those who love me will do what I say and will be obedient and surrendered. Basically, that's it. That's me paraphrasing. Those who love me will do what I say. What is the fear of the Lord? To do what God says. But we cannot do what God says if we don't hear the voice of the Lord. So how do we hear the voice of the Lord? Anyone got any pointers? Read your Bible. Good start. Listen. Listening is a great activation to hear the Lord speak. So a lot of the times we will get into a prayer meeting or a prayer space and we will do a lot of talking at God. Talking at God. When, I've said this before, the most important part about a relationship with our God, with our Jesus, with Holy Spirit is hearing his voice. So we should be doing one thing more than the other. Less of this, a lot more of this. And sometimes it takes a while until you hear this. 
and sometimes it gets uncomfortable and sometimes it may take hours and days and weeks for some people. But we need to be doing more of this and waiting on the Lord in order to hear his voice. And if you don't hear his voice, it's probably time you get around people that do so that you can learn how to do it. Because there are some people in this room that I believe hear the voice of the Lord in real time. Not just from a uh, reference to scripture and looking backwards. Right now, God is speaking very, very loudly to everybody here. It's just whether or not our ears are open. What is the fear of the Lord? To do what the Lord says. So, who had the second scripture? Was it you? Okay, yeah. Can you read that again? Psalm 111.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Okay, stay with her. I want you to change fear of the Lord to doing what the Lord says. And read that again. The, so just say doing what the Lord says instead of the fear of the Lord. The doing. No, not the doing, just doing. Sorry, sis, go. Doing what the Lord says is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Can you say that again, please? Doing what the Lord says to do is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Could you read it again, please? Are we getting it? Doing what the Lord says to do is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Isn't Jesus king? Yes. Jesus relates it all in the New Testament. And he shows you exactly what the fear of the Lord looks like. I only do what I see my father do. In conversation, what my father says to me, I do. That's the life journey that we need to be on. This is the reality of it. And you've heard me say up here before that we've got a watered down Christianity. And the West has gone on its navigating across its ways into a, a very placid and slightly dead version of what we used to expect from Scripture. But doing what the Lord says leads to this. Of course it's going to be wisdom if you do what the Lord says. In other Scriptures it says um, they'll be protected from evil or they'll walk away from evil. Doing what the Lord says keeps you from evil. Of course it will keep you from evil because you're doing what the Lord says. It makes sense, right? Common sense. If I do what the Lord says, this stuff will happen. I think there's another verse that talks about long life. Am I right? Can someone, someone there? Yeah? No? Maybe. Maybe I'm making it up. Doing what the Lord says gives you long life. Fear of the Lord gives you long life. Doing what the Lord says... Coming back to you, Abby. Let's go. That's it. High five, Abby. <laughs> right. Say that again. Hang on, Abby. You ready? 
you need, no, you need to say it out loud. No. You said it out loud. Right. Yeah, so go for it. It's uh, the fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. <laughs> you don't even see my eyes. <laughs> No. <laughs> right, sorry, Bex. Go, go with that again. Right. Proverbs 10.27. The fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Okay, so... No, no, can you say this instead? Doing what the Lord says, instead right. of the fear of the Lord. You got this. Doing what the Lord says, right. Doing what the Lord says prolongs days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Now, that's... Well done, chick. So... It's not, it's not pushing a curse against those who are evil, but it's showing us that, in fact, it's, it's displaying to us what evil is. What do you think evil is? <laughs> it's so simple. It's been there before us the whole time. So if it's so simple, why don't we do it? Pardon? Fear. Fear of who? Fear of man. Fear of the unknown, fear of all sorts of stuff. So then, if the fear of the Lord is worship, and we're experiencing fear of man, because fear of man comes from somewhere, then who are we worshiping? Who are we worshiping? Man. On most occasions, we're worshiping ourselves. So what Kaz said about putting Jesus in his rightful place, was that you? Or was it someone else? It was you? Just say it was you. Good girl. Just say it was you. You win. Um, so doing what the Lord says. When we do what the Lord says and we fear the Lord, we then get to grow in relationship, in deeper relationship, because we do what the Lord says. Uh, hands up if you're satisfied with your current relationship with God. Now, hands up if you feel or you want or desire your relationship to be deepened. And hands up if you want your relationship to be higher. Awesome. Now, one of the struggles that we can get into within our Western living is that we become comfortable with where we're at. This is not anything new. It's been going on for thousands of years. Humans have a tendency to get comfortable. But God is shaking up the comfortability. The Spirit of God is shaking up our comfortability. The Spirit of God is shaking you up in your, sheet, in your sheets, in your seats. I'm glad I said that slowly. <laughs> hey, the Spirit of the Lord is shaking us up. He is shaking the church up. He's been shaking the church up for thousands of years. He's continually shaking the church up. You've heard this message over and over before. This is nothing new. This is an ancient message, and it's been going on for donkeys, he all. So, are we going to respond to the shaking? And I'm not asking you to come to the front, and I'm not asking you to make a display. I'm speaking to your spirit. I'm speaking to your heart. I'm speaking to you as a person. It's all good and nice that we come together as a family like this, in a gathering, as a community, and do this sort of stuff. But for me, it's about the individual. It is about you, the person. This is fun, 
but it's about you, the person. How deep are you wanting to go? How high are you wanting to go? That desire that you have in your heart, that's from God himself. He's placed it in there. So now the questions need to be asked. Jesus, how do I respond to that calling that you have within me? How do I go deeper? How do I go higher? I'm, I'm clearly dissatisfied with the level of my relationship that I have now, with the level of desire I have now, with the level of what I think knowing you looks like. I want to know you. Just because we gave our yes to Jesus 20 years ago or 10 minutes ago, it doesn't mean it has to stay that way. Progress. Now, in finishing, hearing the voice of the Lord is transformational. You can't hear God's voice and not be changed. You can't hear God's voice and not transform your life. It's by His power. It's by His power. By the Spirit. That's where the transformation happens. So, if you're with me, you'll be praying prayers like, open my eyes. I want to see you. Open my ears. I want to hear you. <laughs> Lead me and guide me so that I only do what I see you do. I want to see you so that I can do what I see you do. I want to hear you so I can be obedient and surrendered because I love you. I can't help myself but do what you're asking me to do. Jesus is our master. Westerners, Jesus is your master. Wakey, wakey. Jesus is your master. And the deeper we go, the closer we become. And eventually we can actually call ourselves friends. We are no longer friends. Uh, sorry, we are friends because we're no longer foes. But there's a depth to friendship. And those of you who have deep, deep friendships know that it's come at a cost. Again, same message. Are you willing to pay the cost to go deeper? Are you willing to pay the cost to go higher? Are you willing to pay the cost to know God to the level that He wants you to know Him? Be dissatisfied. Be disgruntled. Be upset with your current state. I dare you. I dare you to go deeper. I dare you to go higher. I dare you to know God. I dare you to hear His voice. I dare you to be obedient. I dare you to be surrendered. I dare you to be history makers. I dare you. I dare you in His strength to change this town. I dare you. Not in your own strength, but in His. I dare you to hear His voice. I dare you. I double dare you. Physical challenge. I dare you. Anyway, stand with me, please. Now we can go through the whole rigmarole of, right, we're going to pray now, we're going to do this thing, we're going to do that thing.
Why don't you step into a place right now with Jesus? In whatever shape, form, or whatever that looks like. And say to him with confidence, take me deeper. Take me higher. Take me wider. Take me where you want to take me. Take the restrictors off me. Take the training wheels off me. <laughs> Teach me to swim. Throw me in the deep end. Do whatever you need to do, Jesus, in order for me to be where you want me to be. Because I want to love you better. And I, I want to do what, what love is. And I want to be what love is. And I want it to look like what you said it looks like, which is doing what you say. Give me the courage. Give me the bravery to know you and to fear the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to Numa Sunday's podcast. For more information, go to numachurch.uk where you can find more ways to connect with us. Have a great week and remember you're loved.